future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Once again, another awesome person. Yeehaw! Yes, very, very cool. Very humble for how much that guy has done. Yeah, he is so successful. He didn't need to come on here. I mean, yeah, I think the guy, his first show was sold out. Like, Yeah, the guy is good friends with Oprah. You, and you don't need our help. talking about hanging out with Tosh.0 every week. Yeah, oh, yeah, my buddy Tosh. You know, I see him all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, Seinfeld, Larry David kept trying to have me on the show. Boy, that's a, that's a tough thing. That is tough. That's what a rough. cool guy. Absolutely. Yeah. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Exil, and we're talking about Dom Herrera, who was just on our show. Um, we recorded the interview a little bit ago, and we'll be playing it here in a bit. If you don't know him by name, just Google him. Once you see a picture of him, you will know exactly who we're talking about. And I didn't, and to be honest, I did not know him by name until I saw mm-hmm. him. Like, holy shit, that guy? All oh, yeah. right, that's awesome. Yeah, he's been on everything. I mean, Everything. Everything. Yeah. There's not even not even any need to list out the things he's been on. And a very, very cool guy who uh, who joined us here just a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. And I must say, the one and only Kenny B was impeccable in bringing out... Uh, oh, there it is. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kenny B is here with us today. Hello there, everyone. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Hey, guys. Kenny Where's your Mickey's, Kenny? Good to be here. I'm not done with my Rainier yet. Well, then get done with your Rainier and drink get a fucking Mickey's with, with the family. Why don't you get done with, with it? With the fun of family. Yeah. Uh, didn't you yell at me one time for almost saying family? Well, now I'm feeling a little feeling a little circumspect. I just love you guys so much. Oh. I think your catchphrase should be get done with it. Get done with get it. Get done with it. What am I, like Sarah the Cable Guy? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah says... Get done that with it. That sounds like a shitty version of it. Like, isn't he like, get her done? I'm yeah. like, I'm going to be, get done with it. Yeah. The female cable guy. Totally original. <laughs> Thanks for that amazing idea. Yes. Awesome. That's what I'm here for. Just bounce off ideas. I thought I was right. muted there for a second. I just assume I'm muted. No, no, not yet. There we go. No, uh, you've, you've earned some microphone rights, I believe. You did? Ah. You did a yeah. good job, Kenny. Yes, Thank excellent you. work. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny did, did a great job. He did a lot of research for us, too, on Dom before he came in. We had this immaculate... It was The notes were so immaculate, they were like... Uh, they were referenced. There was like a table of contents referencing where he got the uh, certain facts, the yeah. sources. Yeah. It he was, sourced it. He had like... All right. And he had it numbered to where the sources were from. And like mm-hmm. the website attached to the show or attached to the magazine. That was... I was impressed. It's Thanks. very impressive. It's amazing what you can do when you don't try to do something two hours before it's supposed to take place. I don't know what you're talking about. That's how I do everything. <laughs> <laughs> we did not, in fact, meet an hour before he was coming in and found out no. that we could have been. And then went over the notes that Kenny gave us. <laughs> yes. Well, that's my job is to boil it down so you guys can do that. So we don't have to think. Yes. We're not such good thinkers. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, can, I can think. I think real good. <laughs> Get done with it. Get done with it. Can we open the window a little bit more now? Yeah, we can now that there's less sun. Yeah. I mean, I love the sun, but the problem is the sun hits this computer and I can't see anything. Mm. That's the story I had about the Might sun. Might help if you cleaned your uh, I don't, screen. I don't know what she's talking about. It's got like greasy fingerprints. Yeah, there's, there's probably Cheeto streaks, residue all over it. Streaks on it. Yeah, I take good care of things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at that. My windshield's like that right now, so. Yeah. You know, that's more important, actually. Greasy probably. Cheeto fingerprints all over it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Oh, like you were—you eat Cheetos. They're your secret shame chips. Oh, I, I know. I know. I have an awesome picture of Greg the morning <laughs> of Ricketts Fest. I think it's the second morning, and he's got a bag of chips in his hand. It just looks like he's 
dying inside. And have you, do you dishes. see his, he, Greg has an eating face and I've never seen anybody have an eating face like him. He has one where he gets into like some zone and he just goes there. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he has this weird face that he makes every time he eats, like nobody else exists. Mm-hmm. Nobody exists. And he just goes into like this almost coma and he's just like, it's your bliss, man. <laughs> well, it's cause I don't eat regularly so when i do have to eat it's like i have to eat so i'm just going to eat not usually i don't eat too fast okay but uh you know i like to take my time and yeah everything else the world doesn't exist except Mm -hmm. for the newspaper in front of me or whatever i'm staring at well this was doritos for breakfast yeah uh, it's camping breakfast yeah it's camping that counts as breakfast true doritos and a banana good for the day (laughs) (laughs) and that's why i always feel like crap about 2 p.m yeah, <laughs> that's not good for stamina. Yeah, no. so how did it go? So you guys bag. had like your male bonding weekend, and mm-hmm. it was cool. I, I I was surprised I wasn't hazed harder. Yeah, it was fun. It was I know. Fun. I know. Did we especially freak you out? I was just fucking with you. Well, I mean, I my friends are fucking. Did assholes, you bring lube? So <laughs> I brought pancake syrup, and sort of works, right? I have to say though something that was very while I was eating my Doritos Kenny created this thing this was his breakfast he cooked it on the back of his car on a grill he had a pancake sausage egg burrito right yeah I think Gavin coined it a dick in a blanket yeah yeah it, pretty much Kenny was eating a dick in a blanket yeah that was I, his, it just uh, like it was it came to me I woke up and I was like yeah eggs pancake it sausage disgusting <laughs> i mean i almost threw up just l- watching you eat that thing well and the pan was like the perfect size too so the pancake and the egg were all the, exactly the same size like perfect round discs and then the, and then it just wrapped perfectly around the sausage and i just drenched it in syrup it was delicious that sounds so gross it's like it was like a mcgriddle it was like a super mcgriddle Ugh. it was fucking amazing it's kind of making me sick just thinking about that <laughs> Well, so what did you guys do on like your man week? And I haven't like honestly, you went and I didn't even ask you about it. Like, uh, really, it's just a lot of hanging out and relaxing by the river. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. Kenny, how would you describe Ricketts Fest? Yeah, it, uh, a very uh, relaxing time. I think is good. A lot of shit talking about one's mother. Yeah, whether or not you've met her or not. Yes, it doesn't uh, matter. No, yeah, no. There was even song sung about people's mothers, which was yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. And a shitload of liquor drank. Like, it was just like, if there was a moment of silence, it was filled with, Spritzer! <laughs> and and then everyone drinking Spritzer. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, spritzer socials all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And we played, like, Ricketts in the river, so it was like we had to run out into the river to get the cans. Well, and see, you can't litter. That's the main thing at Ricketts yeah. Fest. So you put the, set the cans up on rocks out in the middle of the river, and if you hit it down... Someone's got to go get it, whether it's running down the stream for who knows how long until you catch it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the river wasn't it, it wasn't like, you know, a raging torrent. No. no. <laughs> it was only a it, few inches deep or whatever, Deepest so. was like mid-shin. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway. Times. I know. It, it doesn't sound as exciting as it is, but it is awesome. I did get bacon on my face. That's true. The, uh, the Brothers Johnson did that to me. Yep. And then. Yep. The Brothers Johnson. Yeah, Dan and Jason are very, very vigilant on making sure that someone gets bacon put on their face at the end of the night. They're always up the latest, too. That's why I have to sneak And off. I'm getting the rap for being the crazy person. Oh, no. Dan and Jason, I mean, they're vigilant about it. Like, this has to happen. It's like the <laughs> highlight for them that someone's getting bacon. And, they will, and they've both experienced it before, so I think that's why they like to take it out uh, on other people. Yeah, it's all payback mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for their sad times. Yep. Yeah, and... I actually, to my credit, I did wake up and s- 
as he was setting it on my face and swipe it off, and that's when I saw the camera flash. So I think this shot they got, I haven't seen the picture, but is me swatting the bacon away. So I'm proud about that. I assumed that they had taken a Sharpie and written like a dick on my face because that's what my friends would do and then taken a picture of it. And I was like, I didn't know what they did, so I just zipped the tent up and tied it back closed, you know, Mm -hmm. and then went back to sleep. And when I woke up in the morning, there was a piece of bacon sitting next to me. So I was like, oh, all right. But I still took a picture of my face to be sure there wasn't a dick on it. So Yeah. Well, last year they did that to me, and I didn't know. I kind of woke up to a Dan in my tent, and I swung at him, but I was too drunk, and I fell back asleep. And apparently packed up my tent and sleeping bag and everything with the bacon still inside. And thankfully they told me. Oh, Otherwise, God. that would have sat in there and rotted, rotted in my basement. I never would have found it until mm. my sleeping bag was ruined. Yeah. So there we go. Ricketts Fest. Wow. That sounds like a touching story. It is. It's amazing. It was great fun. Yeah. Great fun. Um, you know what else was fun last night was uh, Heather and I had our challenge. You did? Yep. Our Ricketts, or our, not Ricketts, our, uh, our uh, cornhole challenge. And it, we decided it would be the best two out of three. And I must say, there was a winner last night in round one. And it was me. Mm. I won. And how many rounds? It took forever. I mean, the thing was... You guys were playing for a really long time. Oh, that game, it felt like it lasted for hours because it was, you would throw and then one of us would get one point and then go to the other end. Oh, it's even. And then, oh, somebody got one point and then it's even, 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 one point. It took, it probably took a good 45 minutes, I would guess, doing Mm. this thing. Yeah, you guys were playing for a while because I was playing with Scott and Bozik and um, Tristan. Yeah. Yeah. I was sick of it by the end of it. Yeah. Like, I was was just ready for it to be over. I... I would have thro- if I had thought I could throw it. I might have at that point just to be done with it. But uh, but I did end up winning, so I won round one. Oh la di da la di da! And how many rounds are you gonna have? Uh, it's best two out of three. So she's on the ropes this so next round. So there'll be three. I don't know. May just That's be two. Means. May just be two. She did insist though that the next round uh, has to be when she's not as drunk, which I don't think is fair because we ran four miles yesterday before going to cornhole. I ran two point one three miles today. You did good. I did not run today. I'm I'm impressed. That Dude, was good. So Kenny, we got these awesome Nike watch things where like you put the sensor in your shoe. Oh yeah, I've heard about these. Yeah, and then you yeah. have it on your thing, and so you can see like how far you're going. You can check like how many calories you've burned, how like um mm. like how long of how long you've been running. Mm-hmm. It is insane. Do and I ran two point one three miles, and I didn't stop at all. Do you get to keep the thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. This wow! Is, this is all part of our uh, the Blazers' coverage of Hood to Coast, which we're we're taking part in. So. I am addicted to that thing too. Like I, I was just, just walking around with, with it. With your fucking OCD step counting, you're gonna like you're gonna wear that thing forever now, and you're gonna count. I had to leave it at home today because I knew that I would be too distracted to do the show. <laughs> I really did. I was like, because I tried to upload it, and like the fucking Nike Connect thing isn't working. Like I tried to do. I have seriously tried to log on there for like a thousand, like probably about. 50 times mm-hmm. and it keeps telling me that my password is wrong because so I just wanted to log on to there to put my run on so that I could brag about it. Well, I'm sure you'll be able to do it. Maybe there's just some kind of temporary thing going temporary on. And glitch. also you are obsessed with it. So maybe... Yeah, maybe That's it's why not. I haven't tried in a couple hours. Yes, <laughs> a couple hours. <laughs> Trying 50 times in 30 seconds may not quite... <laughs> no, it was 50 times over like an hour. <laughs> so the, tell the truth. When as soon as you get home, you just kiss the clock. By the way, as soon as you get home, you're gonna <laughs> pull that watch out. And no, but I'm going. No, we're going to Slayer tonight. Oh, that's right. Yes. And I don't want. I don't want that thing knocked off of my wrist at Slayer. Well, I'm wearing uh, all things that can be destroyed to go to Slayer. We were able to uh, pick up a t- couple of tickets to Slayer and Rob Zombie, and uh, going to see that tonight. I I am 
super fucking stoked. I haven't seen these bands. I've seen Rob Zombie probably five or six times. I've seen Slayer probably three. Rob Zombie is so hot. But yes, and you've said that. I believe that's probably about the 32nd time you've said that today. Um, yes, in case you didn't know, Sarah finds Rob Zombie quite attractive. I find him extremely sexually attractive. Well, there we go. That's it's out there. Rob Zombie, if you're listening, Sarah, I'm sure. Uh, yes, Moon, because he wants. I'm to, sure his wife would be. Yeah, loving the, the, to know yeah, this. that yeah, his super hot wife. I'm sure is I, really threatened. Rob Zombie's wife. I find you very sexually attractive. <laughs> she is hot. I just know her as Baby from all of the movies she's, that uh, she's been in. I think her yeah. name is Moon. I think it's Moon, Moon Zombie. Yeah. Moon Zombie. Yeah. yeah, she is. Sherry? She's beautiful. Sherry in real life. Yeah, I think that, that sounds Moon right. Zombie? That sounds right. Sherry Moon. You're right. Sherry yeah. Moon Zombie. Yeah. Man, she's hot. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, we're going to go see this. So I feel, I don't know, I haven't been to a full-on giant metal show in a long and time. And I have never, stoked. ever been to a full-on metal show. I've, I've seen Motorhead before. And I've seen Guar. Well, uh, th- those are good. Those are both awesome shows. But this is like metal, metal. Like metal heads. Should I be afraid? There may be. I wouldn't be surprised. Although security will be really well, um, will be really good. If you had seen this show back when I was going to these shows, you know, 10, 15 years ago, um, there guarantee there would have been a stabbing. <laughs> there would have been somebody would have got their head kicked in, or trampled, or trampled. And I don't know if that stuff will go on. I doubt they'll be able to get any knives in. But when I, mean, I used to go see Pantera and Zombie and all them in Salem, Pantera. One time I saw them, and there were two broken legs. I think three stabbings, a broken arm, and uh, all this during one show. <laughs> and that was the promo line. One show, <laughs> like, yeah. Two stabbings, that was, three it was, broken legs. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> insane. There were just a constant stream of ambulances outside of the place because people beat the crap out of each other. Right. Now I think hardcore Slayer fans are a little too old, <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if there's a, like a younger generation of Slayer fans. Oh, there dropped. has to be. They're always troubled There youth. probably are, but they're not going to understand. Is it all ages? Are they going to be there? I would, th- I would certainly oh. think so. I can't imagine a Slayer Rob Zombie show without beer. Mm. There's got no. There will be. There's there's no way. There's a cold Mickey's in my hand right now. This is to you, Mike. Cheers. <laughs> so, um, wow. oh yes. Oh, yeah, can Mike. I tell you? I know that I should stop because this keeps happening to me. What did you do? No, I didn't do anything. Yeah. The crazy cat lady. She was so mean to me. The crazy cat lady from your apartment. I know I should stop being nice to her, but I really think it's just like I have this like incessant urge to like try and break her and make her like me. Uh, okay, I want to know. I want to know what happened because I am obsessed with your cat lady neighbor. But should we should we play Dom's interview first? Yes, let's play Dom's interview and then yeah, and then I'll tell okay, you what happened because you actually seem a little bit. I was upset. <laughs> she almost made me cry. Quite honestly, like she hurt my feelings. All right, let's play Dom's interview uh, and then I, yeah, I want to hear about. Because she's my favorite lady. I want to know all about her. I want to, I want to, I don't know. I mean, I really want get, to get to know her as well as I could. There's something about her. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I want to like find out about her. Sherry Moon kind no, of way? No, not in the Sherry Moon kind of way, but there's something about her that I, I feel I might oh, have a Oh, yeah, I can't wait to tell you what she did. All right. All right. Well, here is our interview with comic legend Dom Herrera. We'll be back in, uh, well, we'll be back after that. Let's see. Testing the microphone. Yeah. No, it'll be good. I'll just adjust it on the go. We should be good. All right. By the way, we must give props to Kenny. Kenny did some amazing research on you. He he dug deep. Yeah. 
Uh oh. Mm -hmm. Hard hitting. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Stuff no one knows. That's what yeah. we're going for right now. <laughs> my, my, my transgender uncle. <laughs> <laughs> no one thought we would be uncle, brought up. He uncle says Mary. he wants you to call yeah, I'm him. Thinking Uncle Mary. <laughs> you see, Kenny, you know yeah, me. I know, I know. <laughs> that came at me like the hot kiss at the end of a wet fist, Kenneth. <laughs> if I may. Are you Kenneth? Be so Kenny? bold, oh, Kenneth. Oh. Kenneth and Gregory, you guys have proper names. Well, is, it's true. is Dom an abbreviation yeah. of anything? Dominic. Ah. Dominica. Now, now the, uh, it seems like I've done a little research on you, huh? <laughs> Kenny boy. <laughs> I think I didn't come in prepared. The tables are turned. Uh, yeah. Yeah, see? <laughs> well, shit, let's just go. Mm. Uh, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, comedy legend. Legend. Dom Herrera. My ass legend. <laughs> He's just old. He's not a legend. No, when you, you get see, older, you become a legend. Not necessarily. You become unemployed. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> that can happen. No, you are a legend. You have been a part oh. of so many things. I mean, you've been doing stand-up comedy for, for how many years? 64 years. 64 I years. When I, I started when I was 42. <laughs> <laughs> I eat right, you know? I stay fit. <laughs> I'm trying to go for the bloated look. What do you think? How do you think I'm doing? It's always good to do bloated jokes on the air. You uh, really do not look bloated. You're very fit, I must say. Get off my lap and get back where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know little, what that means. You little tease you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So, have you ever been here to Portland before? No, I've never been to Portland. I've been to Salem. I was opening for Cher oh, wow. <gasps> in 1990. You like Cher? I love Cher. You love why he whispered. Because I just, my passion for her was just, it was so great. I, really? I could not control it. I had to calm myself down. I, you know, I used to like her voice. But anyway, I was open for Cher in Salem, and that was the only time I ever worked here. Wow. Salem, that's not quite an accurate. I grew up around Salem. I would say it's not a perfect, accurate uh, I couldn't. I, you know, we got in a bus in Seattle, came to Salem. It was raining. It was raining so bad, they told me I had an umbrella on stage, and everybody else had umbrellas, and they told me not to touch the mic because it might be dangerous. It's always a nice, <laughs> it's a nice way to send here. You and now the die. comedy of Joke Monkey, Dom Herrera. <laughs> She's not coming out here, but he will. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want your last days to be, your last moment to be in Salem on stage. <laughs> that would be kind of sad. Yeah, that wouldn't be the best. Well, what do you think of Portland so far? It's cool. Very yeah. cool. You came in, yeah, the beautiful time. I think it's, I, I said this this morning, and I don't know why I think, I think this is what San Francisco wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But it had too many hookers, and too, you know, too 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 much of a, a slimy side. Yeah, this doesn't I don't see the slimy side here yet. Well, we don't have it's, the hookers. We have the strippers. We have many many strippers. Really? Oh, yeah. The biggest, uh, yeah, the biggest stripper capital in I'm the a, nation. Yeah, I'm a most, big supporter of the arts. Mm -hmm. Most strip strip clubs per capita more than Vegas. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, in the U.S. Yeah. M M Mary, can you take? <laughs> You take Tommy to a strip club? <laughs> I like to walk into a strip club with a pregnant woman. <laughs> yeah, this is my gal. <laughs> she hasn't been putting out as much lately. <laughs> feeling a little tired. Well, I'm not feeling tired. You should have her with you asking her like, a, you know, to recommend which girl should give you a private lap dance. Yeah. What do you say, man? I don't know, baby. What do you think? <laughs> there was this place in Wildwood, New Jersey, and I used to do a bit about it. I won't bit you guys, but... Basically, I got the bit because it was like a damaged stripper club. And it, like, really, literally, it was a girl with like a big scar on her ass, you know, like <laughs> a, a bullet wound in her shoulder. I mean, really, like the uh, 
the toilet paper hanging out of the oh no no <laughs> out of the back no. of the thong because oh. it really is disgusting. <laughs> I hated it every single night. Every night that I went there, what are you writing, Ken? Nith. He likes to keep notes. Yeah, he's writing secret notes about you, apparently, or something. So when are we going on the air? No, we're on now. This is a show? Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. This is it? Oh, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's very relaxed. I couldn't tell the difference between when we were talking on this show. That's a good sign. <laughs> that's, Except that's... I'm not as funny now. <laughs> that's the one thing I noticed. You were very I nice. shot my wad when I came in. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's your day been? Have you been bouncing around to different media outlets and whatnot? I got two words for you, kid. Xanax. <laughs> uh... I did. I went to the gym. I did. I domersized, which is a. I don't know if you guys ever saw my video, but I do a very low impact exercise video that I exercise to. Anybody can do it. You can eat while you're doing it. All right. Can you can you show us? Yeah. What do you think? It looks good. Looks very strenuous. You see, like just turning like this, (laughs) different different moves. Burning calories. Yes. I did. I went to the gym, and uh, that was about it. Made a couple phone calls. And I did some radio. What did we do? Television or radio this morning? Oh yeah, Last, yesterday she didn't tell me I was doing television. I looked like, yeah, you know, I looked like I was hungover, which I was. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a growth, and I'm sitting there with these guys. It was really funny because there uh, it was one of the it's Comcast Sports. Oh yeah, and uh, they had talking they had, balls or talking, talking ball, talking something. Yeah. yeah, they had jackets and ties on, but shorts on. <laughs> I thought it would be funny if they just had jocks on, but but they had shorts on under. You know, I ratted them out. Did you make them stand up and show no, off their shorts? No, I didn't try that. They were too big. <laughs> there are yeah, there's some pretty intimidating guys there. Those big black bucks. <laughs> I'm, af- I'm afraid of them. <laughs> I live in Portland. It's very scary. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I saw that scary black guy you have here. <laughs> that one. What's his name? Tyrone something? I think he's part white. <laughs> he's scary. It's quite intimidating. It is. <laughs> so this, I can't believe this is your first time here, actually, in, uh, I know. in all the, of the time. It's done. the last major city yeah. that I haven't done yeah. in the United States. Success. I've made it. You've made it. How did it. your uh, show go last night? You weren't there? I'm sorry. I killed. Actually, we, if we you know a couple there, people I killed. who were there. I, I know two people who were there who said they were at the show. Uh, apparently, they were sitting in the front row. One of them texted or something. Oh, yeah. That woman with the huge breast. Yes, that yeah, woman. Yeah. 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 I know them. Well, as soon as I got... I don't know if I should admit that or not, but... No, they were not. Nice. Well, you I have no control over them. That's people. true. I don't. Yeah. yeah. But she told me she was Twittering her friends that I was going on. Now, what is this? Like this event? <laughs> I mean, if, I'm, if you're not there, he's going on. He really is. Like, <laughs> It's coming off. the time. <laughs> Told his first joke. Okay, second joke's probably coming up. <laughs> <laughs> probably in a row. He does them all in a row. <laughs> yeah, they, they said that they... Uh, they said the show was fantastic, though. They did. And they did say, in fact, that you did kill. Yeah. They were a good crowd. Yeah, I don't, you know, you never know what to expect. You know, you never know if it's going to be like... Uh, the weirdest town for me is San Francisco because I forget how conservative they are. Mm-hmm. They think they're liberals, but they're not. Yeah, they're the most conservative. I go, you people, and they even gave them. They even got a hand. I got a hand out of this. I said, you are the most narrow-minded people I've ever met, but you you call yourself liberals, but you have no bend to you. I said, you're as ignorant and small-minded as the people from Alabama and Mississippi that you think are so stupid, that are such rednecks. You just happen to be educated, and and aloof. You know, I mean, it's amazing. I can see they that. They have no bend. I know exactly what they think on every issue. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. 
Yeah. I like to have like an interesting, stimulating kind of, oh, really? I didn't know you believed that. Yeah, I believe in the death penalty, but I don't believe in this. You know, it's like whatever. But mm-hmm. anyway. But so but Portland was cool. I, I thought it was cool. I think uh, the crowd that comes tonight has a lot to, a lot to stand up to after last night's crowd. I'm saying I'm not putting pressure oh. on. No, them. we know we know no. a lot of folks that are going tonight. You guys ever yeah. go to the shows? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Can't tonight though because we're going to see um, Slayer. Oh, Slayer's in town. Slayer, Slayer actually is. Slayer yeah. and Rob Zombie. Is it too late for me to get. To <laughs> <laughs> no, Greg is so excited. I've never seen Slayer before, so I'm really I am excited. excited. I am excited to see a it'll bunch of middle-aged fun. men. That's pretty much heads. what it'll be. Yeah. yeah. yeah middle-aged my men. Youth. What about when you see like uh, Robert Plant and those guys now, like hitting seventy? Still singing. Yeah. I guess singing's the last thing to go. I don't think they want to try dancing anymore. But. Yeah, I suppose not. <laughs> just plant them in one spot and just <laughs> tell them to stand. Planting plant them. them. No. Uh-huh. Plant. Uh-huh. I saw yes. McCartney at the Hollywood Bowl, and this guy says to me, like, you can see, like, Steven Tyler and all these guys singing along with him. And I see uh, the guy goes, this guy's a really big um, uh, TV writer, TV songwriter. He wrote all the things for uh, Loaded. Wrote NYPD Blue, all those wow. all those Bochco shows, cool. uh, Hill Street Blues, uh, Law and Order. He wrote all the themed Magnum, and he says, oh, nice. and he goes, and it's funny that he would notice uh, this. He goes, this guy's an effing uh, animal. He says he didn't even pee in three hours. He took one. <laughs> he said he took uh, two, one, two sips of water, and it was amazing because when you think of that, I mean the stamina. Yeah, to go through all those songs, you know, because like we were talking about Cher at the beginning, mm-hmm. she would do two songs and she's out of there. She's getting like a different wig put on. She's sitting down. They're watching Sonny and Cher videos. I mean, she <laughs> she did not do more than forty five minutes of actual performing. Wow, you know. And, and oh, so, okay, yeah, because I've never seen her perform live. But that yeah. seems like it would be quite boring. Well, she thinks so. To wait, well, to wait during the costume change. Like, no, never no, actually no, seen no, somebody. No, they have dancers come out, and they have oh, distractions. They have videos. The the videos are funny if you like her because you see. Chastity when she was a girl. Oh yeah, now it's <laughs> jazz. Before, well, you know, when I saw that guy, the girl that I knew, if you'd have thought, if I would have thought she's going to be this big, you know, stocky guy with a penis. <laughs> someday. Did she grow allegedly? Penis? Is that yeah? That supposedly, happens, right? They, they water the hole and then they and uh, then it grows. And it grows out like a beautiful penis flower. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I heard I've it's never delightfully it delicious. <laughs> they say it's a different taste. Oh, man. What? <laughs> Why am I the bad guy? I'm just the You're messenger. not the bad guy. Just that, that was... Oh, that was... The visual imagery that of was, that. Yeah. Delicious lollipop homegrown penis. Oh, wow. Mm, really yeah. good. Yeah. You're good, kid. You're good. <laughs> the other one was a little wacky for a while, too. Uh, Elijah. I think he's calmed down. Oh, yeah, Elijah he was, Blue. He or? was dressing up. He was doing cross-dressing. I don't know what... Gee, what it is about having Cher as your mother, you become a cross-dresser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she always reminded me of a transvestite anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Well, imagine all the wardrobe that you would have to work with when you're a kid. I mean, you could yeah. not, not play dress up with that. I think, so I, could, I think I could resist it. Yeah, I somehow, don't know. I don't, I don't think that would work for me. But yeah. Yeah. I think, touch, fo- oh, so you're saying I think touch football might replace that in my priorities. <laughs> I wonder what it's like to be a woman. Um, so you started so, comedy, but so uh, like we, Kenny, of course, did all of his amazing research. Kenny, you have any research that you want to? He started in 1980. He actually started in children's theater Ooh, before he started comedy. Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> can you tell us about that? <laughs> yes, I played the part of Billy Bones in Treasure Island. Oh, I, oh, I, oh. I was also the White Rabbit in uh, Alice in Wonderland. 
I forget what I played in The Wizard of Oz. I didn't get that. I didn't get that that one. Sorry, uh, Dom. Can't help you. Yeah, like, that's how I got my equity card. Everybody thinks I'm like this big, tough Italian guy. I'm out there singing in Puss in Boots. Always look on the bright side. That's what my mother said. I sided she life from the right side, from the right side of the bed. Now, I may not have all that you do, a house or a vineyard for wine, but I still have myself in this cat as well. It may not be much, but he's mine. I've got myself a cat. I've got myself a cat. That's one of the songs. Wow. I'm amazed you haven't done yeah. that. If you know that so well. I know. I know. I wish I could forget it. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> of all the things that stick in your head, huh? <laughs> so how do you go from doing children's theater into, uh, into stand-up comedy? Um, I was an actor... I was doing commercials and stuff in New York. That's our and train, then, too, by the way. Sorry about that. That's cool that you got your own train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lucky. that is so realistic. <laughs> this, that's your train set. It's amazing. Yeah. You we got, don't add that in post. I mean, it's, yeah, it's live. That is really cool to, uh, to watch go endlessly. <laughs> We're Look at the, the one after it's another. Count them. It's always count longest them. on Friday during rush hour. 142. You, what do you got? Kenny, you've done research. You know, the train was coming up this time of day. That's <laughs> late, about, actually. I gotta say, Cam, I'm not crazy about your attitude. You got a, a, a certain smugness, superciliousness, <laughs> like this re, the research guy who thinks he has things on. <laughs> if you want, I can mute his microphone. What do you got on me? Uh, I actually don't have the research page in front. of I me have it in front of me. If you'd like to look at, and he actually yeah. sourced it. God bless you, Kenny. Yeah, let me quit that. There we go. You've been doing stand-up since 1980. Your first big break was performing in Ronnie Dagerfield's Nothing Goes Right. Mm-hmm. True or false? Well, Tonight's Show was a pretty big break, too, with Johnny Carson. Oh, yeah. Mm. But why must we talk about the past? What I don't know. Let's talk future. about the future. What yeah. are you, what's going on now? What are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to lose weight so that I can, well, once again, uh, you know, I, I go out with a lot of young girls. Yeah, you said, do you talk about your lady friend? My lady friends. What are you, my aunt? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you have a new lady friend. <laughs> is she nice? <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's not a bitch like that other one, that spoiled one. <laughs> I never liked her. I'm glad you got rid of her. I didn't get rid of her. Oh, I'm not finished. <laughs> How's she doing? <laughs> no, but it's funny about the, the age thing because you talk about like, I, you know, I, I, the only reason I, I don't meet anybody else, you know, I mean, if they, if we have a good time or something, it's great, but I don't like, who do I meet my age? You know, like, I'm not going to meet them at a club. Hey, hey, grandma, give it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Susan, you like the younger ladies. Well, I, that's all I know. They, I see, you know, they seem to like me. I'm not going to turn them down. Just go, you know how old I am? I'm, uh, I mean, I, you know, somebody wants to hang out. And, yeah. Give me, you know, if they were, they're interested in what, what my mother called the Irera weapon. <laughs> my, my missile of love. I paint it brown every day for effect. Mocha. Mocha. <laughs> younger ladies. Did you meet any younger ladies yesterday? No. 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 All I got is a pregnant woman. <laughs> right now. So I, got, I consider her my girl because she, she drives me around. I got this fantasy about not, not making love or anything. She's got a husband, just like she's my girl for now. Yeah. My, and Mary Ray is pretty <laughs> amazing. Like she just drives around a different person every week. I know. And it's so accommodating and nice. Yeah. I, nice. I would lose my shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to rank amongst the comedians after. Yeah. 
after this show. I don't know. She never she never tells us. She's she very tight lipped about it. Very no. white. Very rigid white. <laughs> Whitey. White, white, whitey. I think somebody might be walking back to you. <laughs> <laughs> and now you will find out where you rank. <laughs> so what was it like being on I know you don't want to talk about the path, can we just ask a couple questions? Yeah, we can ask whatever you want. How was it uh, what was it like being on Seinfeld? Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I didn't know how big a deal it was. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I had no idea that it was a hit th- at that pr- the proportion. I, I I knew that uh, I had been asked to do about three or four episodes of Seinfeld, and I was always out of town. Mm-hmm. And Larry David would call me up, and he actually said to me, he pitched me the show. Like he goes, you know, Dom, it's a pretty good show. Have you ever seen it? I said, Larry, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure if you and Jerry are involved, it's a good show. I knew Jason Alexander from playing Scrabble with him at uh, a couple places, like, oddly enough. I didn't know Julia. I knew Michael, if you can, if you can know Michael. <laughs> was such a wacko. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it was very comfortable to go on the set, you know. And we read on a Saturday morning, which is I've never done before. I didn't understand it, but that was the way they did it. And uh, they wanted me to uh, play a prop comedian because I was up for Comedian of the Year. And against Carrot Top, and, yeah. and they all, and I, you know, I, I don't have any beef with car- beef. I don't have any trouble with Carrot Top, but they uh, they wanted to make fun of the prop comics, so that's what I what I did on that show. And the one thing I loved in that show was not what I did so much as like what Jason did when he remember this show called The Fire where he kept punking out on everything. Oh yeah. And when, he, when the cop says to him, how do you live with yourself? He goes, it ain't easy. Because <laughs> he's going, how do you not know Bozo? And this clown. And the clown is a really big-time actor, Kenneth. Uh, I got nothing. Research, please. He, he uh, anyway, he's a really big-time actor. If you can look it up, I, it's like, hey, you'd be surprised who he is. And he, uh, th- he said, how do you not know Bozo? And the guy, I love the line. He goes, listen, man, it's just a gig. <laughs> he goes, I'm sure Bozo was like a big clown in the 60s, but you've got to let that go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That was one of my favorite parts of that show. John Favreau? Uh, did John Favreau play it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're good. I'm just nimble with my fingers on the keyboard. <laughs> nimble, nimble with the Google? <laughs> nimble with the Google. <laughs> wow, that's cool. I mean, you've been on so many different shows, too. I know. I'm lucky, you know, to have a stand-up career in that because mm-hmm. I always consider it a great year when I split them down the middle, like money and, you know, I mean, hopefully you're making more money on TV, but I was always happy with, uh, I love the doing both because people always just well what do you like better you know like, i like both i like the idea that i can do both that that really makes it varied because i love coming to a place like this and doing a comedy club mm-hmm. but if i had to do it 40 weeks a year it might get old mm-hmm. but i don't and you know that's that's kind of cool so did you kind of do on times and off times like will you take yeah. a, take a few months off not a few months no never i never take time off like that don't want to get rusty i'm telling you stand up you got it i remember one time i was on this show called she's the sheriff it was Suzanne She's Summers. She's the sheriff? It was Suzanne Summers. That sounds like a show I would love. Oh, it does sound. It was terrible. <laughs> I know, which is I, I played. I, I played a, a character named Him. You know, it was one of these mocks of like Middle Eastern dialects. And oh, wow. Him. And uh, I remember one time after, uh, after work, uh, Suzanne Summers says to me, why don't you come out with us? You never come out with us. I said, well, I got to go to work. You know, I got to go to the comedy store. She goes, but you already have a job. I go, this isn't my job. This is like a, my job is stand-up. This is a side gig. You know, because mm-hmm. I knew in my heart that stand-up was secure, or I felt it was. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was enough confidence and enough luck, of course, to 
that that was like whatever my the big the, the foundation of my career and the other stuff great but i don't want to depend on dancing for some bull dyke casting director eating a tuna sandwich reading a sports page texting on her cell phone reading with me i gotta go into that office i don't want to do that you know yeah so that's what i love about stand-up you know that's why i hope i sell tickets here heck yeah you oh, will you well, it's will. always neat when you yeah. like realize your passion like your passion's obviously realized you know yeah. that Stand up is what you want to do. It's what you love. When I realized I wasn't going to play professional basketball. <laughs> <laughs> what was the moment of realization for that? Uh, when I looked in the mirror and I saw a white kid at 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> you put that together? We're all around 5'8". I, eight I right called here. myself a honky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you spent a lot of time in Ireland. Cause yeah. You've done the, the, yeah, I'm going back in September, actually. Okay. Yeah, it's great. So what's your favorite place in Ireland? I, I myself love... Um, well, everything about it. Well, Kilkenny. Kilkenny? Because I have so many friends there, and I just love the, the town. And they, the, the Italian restaurant is incredible there. Mm-hmm. Huh. But somebody said to me, I go, you know, they go, well, where's uh, really great Italian restaurants from around the world? I go, well, you know, Melbourne has great restaurants. I said, but my favorite is in Kilkenny. They go, Ireland? Hmm. I go, yeah. They go, and it's an Irish chef? I go, come on, get real. It's an Italian chef. <laughs> Let's not you know, push. Italian yeah. people can live Let's in Ireland. Let's not push it. <laughs> <laughs> So you've been to, to so many different places. What's your favorite country to uh, to visit uh, and do comedy? Ireland. Ireland. Because, you know, it's, yeah. um, the thing about it is when you do something there, because there's so few people compared relatively, you're, you're on nationally and everything. So I became uh, known there very quickly because I'm doing morning radio and morning television. Boom. You know, Australia is the same way, even though it's so big geographically. It's uh, the market is it's only twenty some million people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, except for those damn Aborigines, <laughs> they <laughs> don't count. They ruined the whole yeah, desert. <laughs> Used to be able to plant stuff in that desert. So, uh, how have you seen the the stand up scene in Ireland change since you first? Oh, amazingly changed yeah. because they copied off the Americans and they got way more aggressive. They were much more like poets mm-hmm. when I first went over there, mm-hmm. and now they're just drilling people because they. They mimicked us, you know, okay. and they see the, the Bill Burr style and the guys that are really good here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've definitely gotten a lot better in the last decade. It's so weird to have gone there 15 years in a row. Yeah, that's you know? a long... A lot, you've, I mean, a girl I was going out with when she was 15 is 30 now. Now she's too old for me. Oh, thanks, I'm 30. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Did you want to go out? <laughs> well, now I know I don't have a chance, so no. You know, <laughs> well, thank you. So i got to ask something, because you have been on Oprah Winfrey more times than anyone I have ever met. Like, How does this happen that you developed this friendship with Oprah? Um... Yes, I am curious about this. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's just of, phenomenal. She's one of those people that's just like an enigma, like just a, an icon, you know. You know, she saw me on television, and she wanted me on her show. And um, that's how, I mean, I, you know, of course, the show is, the talk about exposure. Yeah. It's like, it was like, at the time, I don't know, something like 40 million or whatever with the syndication. Like, ridiculous, you know. Uh, but that's how I got on it. And then I started doing, like, kind of different things on it with... We did one thing about uh, therapy through com- comedy through therapy. Mm-hmm. So if you had a phobia, we, the comedians would try and help you out. Like I had a girl who had a fear of spaghetti because when she was a kid, she had braces on, and her sisters would make fun of the braces. And when she would eat spaghetti, it would get stuck in the in the braces. Oh, I had braces. I remember that. So she would have nightmares that the spaghetti would wrap around her head 
and and uh, you know suffocator. So I take wow. her to a restaurant in Phoenix, and I just start calling her a pussy and a <laughs> faggot and stupid thing. You know, I'm calling you know like, like to get get her laughing. And then by the end of the dinner, I had her eating spaghetti, and we showed that on. You know, and that was you know they were kind of more fun than just going up there and doing stand up. But but the thing with with Oprah was. She really helped me at that point in my career because she would quote me all the time. I used to have this bit about, um, I don't mean that in a bad way, with all due respect, you, you know, with all due respect, your sister's a slut. Now, I said it with all due respect, you know, like whatever it was, the disclaimers, you know. <laughs> and she was, uh, as my friend Don Marrera says, I don't mean that in a bad way. And she'd say something you know, like, and that helped as much as being on the show. Huh. People are going, oh, you know. Who's Don Marrera? Yeah, yeah, like I, 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 I've hardly ever done Stern. But I've had, in the past year, three comedians who have good-mouthed me on Stern. Chris Rock, Louis Black, and Dave, um, who's Dave with the blonde hair? Dave, not really a comedian actor. Uh, Spade? Dave Sp- David Spade. You know, and so that stuff is more impressive, almost, kind of cooler than when you go on and plug yourself. Right. what am I going to say? You know, look, I, look, I'm really a strong comedian. You should come and see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what, right. well, you are, and you should out there. But I mean, so, yeah. it's like well, you know, you try and be funny, but like you can't, you can't take yourself too seriously mm-hmm. as a comedian. You know, but, but I am strong, and you should come and see me. He's very strong. Heck yeah, yeah, I know. As we said before, we know a bunch of people that went yeah. and saw you last night, and everyone was very entertained. Yes, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. are heard. you getting excited? It's pretty. It's coming up pretty quick here. No, I'm cool. I'm. Uh, I'm going to take Mary somewhere. Gonna try and wine and dine her a little her. bit. I'll give her some non-alcoholic beer, <laughs> <laughs> as I do with most of my pregnant babes. <laughs> Maybe I'll get her husband to drive us around. We'll sit in the back and make <laughs> there out. There you go. <laughs> and once we're, again, you may be walking. <laughs> we're good like that, aren't we, Mayor? <laughs> Me and you, babe, backs to the wall. <laughs> so, what is uh, what? What do you have planned for the future? I mean, you've done so much television and. You've been a part of so many successful shows. It's almost like you have your own factor. I mean, you've uh, been on Everybody Loves Raymond, Seinfeld. I mean, you name it. It seems like you've been you've had a part in something. I was I was on Becker and Raymond on the same night. Wow, that was Look pretty at you. cool. Yeah, but I can I have a tough time watching myself, especially now that I've gained weight. I really can't watch it. Like I can't stand to see what I really look like compared to what I think I look like. Because this isn't what I really look like, what you're seeing now. This is a bloated. No, I'm sorry. To covered. be honest, you you were actually thinner than I thought you would be, and that's not that's not blowing smoke up yours. Like seriously, like you keep calling yourself fat. Like stop. First of all, if you ever try blowing smoke up somebody's ass, really, it's no, really, that'd be a little difficult. It's very hard to get the smoke to actually you gotta go. Have a straw. Yeah, I don't want to get that close to it's that. It's like yeah. like somebody said to me uh, yesterday. One of my friends, he's a lawyer in New York, he goes, why don't you go blow it out your ass? I go, you know, I've tried that, and I can't get to tra- the trajectory that I want. I, could, you, could you help me with this? The sheer physics where, involved. Where, where do you put your legs? Yeah. To get that? I was doing that to a friend. Can I curse on this? Oh, yeah. I was yes. doing that to a friend of mine. You know how like, it was kind of a low-grade, uh, low-grade uh, Tourette's? I was going... Uh, he said to me, like, he, it was so funny because he didn't, he didn't catch on to like the third time. Uh, he, uh, I said, is your girl, he was lecturing at Penn State, he's a DA. And uh, I said, oh, is, uh, his girlfriend's name Gay, is Gay coming with you? 
And he said, uh, no, she can't make it. I said, what, there's not enough cock up there for her? He said, pardon me? I said, oh, it's too bad she can't make it. <laughs> didn't, say, didn't sound anything like. And then he goes, uh, then it was another blow it out your ass. He goes, he says, have you talked to O'Hanlon? O'Hanlon's a friend of ours that coaches at Lafayette basketball. And he goes, yeah, yeah, he told me to tell you to go blow it out your ass. I go, he goes, what? <laughs> I said he said he was asking for you. <laughs> and finally, on the third time, like how long does it take for you to get this? Because you know, like people usually do it, but it rhymes. It right. didn't rhyme at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds magical. Well, um, wait. There was something else I wanted to ask you about. Oh, Big Lebowski. Do you have like insane Lebowski fans? Contacting you? Yeah, they get they contact. I, I forgot to respond to this one thing. They're they're getting together with the cast or something. I don't know. But the weird thing about Lebowski was, um, I get the script and I hate auditioning, right? Mm. And I get the script and I call up my agent and I go and I'm I'm, I'm goofing with her. I go, it's brilliant. I you know I because I I didn't read the whole script. I read the sides, the only part that I was supposed to audition for. And she and she goes, really? I says, yeah. I, I go. It's genius, I tell you. It's comedic genius. She goes, wow, I never hear you go wax on like that about something. She goes, why do you like it so much? I said, because I wrote it. She goes, what do you mean? I said, they're all my lines. Hmm. She goes, really? I said, I'm not auditioning for this. And so she calls up the the, the gay casting director and he goes, oh, let, let me check it out. He, you know, he calls back and goes, no, no, they they, they want him for the, they, they know it's his lines. They wrote it for, for him. You know, obviously, if, if he wants, if I'm not going to do it, then they're going to change the line. Yeah, they're not going to steal from me. So know. they already had your jokes yeah. in the script. So they were, yeah. And it was so funny being with the Coen Brothers because hey, know how relative fame is. Well, Joel Cohen was the director, and he was kind of like you know serious, nice. But Ethan was the sound guy, and of course the writer. And he was in the trunk in the car uh, that I drove the limousine. And he was like nervous around me, you know. He says, "Yeah, I saw you at uh, at Caroline's Comedy Club in New York, and really." And I'm thinking, "You're one of the Cone Brothers. Relax, I know. <laughs> chill out." It's, it's unimpressive me that you're impressed with me. You're a Cone Brother. <laughs> Doesn't make you lose a little bit of respect. Come and, on. and so they said, "Do you want a, a stunt driver, or do you want to drive the car?" I said, "No, I'll drive the car. It's a limo. I could drive. You're driving like five miles an hour." Mm-hmm. I said, what could possibly go wrong? And then they both get in a car. I go, I don't like both Cone Brothers in a car. I said, <laughs> I said if, if I kill the yeah, Cone Brothers, right. I'm, if I kill one Cone Brother, it's a story. But yeah. not, if I kill both, I'm done in Hollywood. Oh, you were yeah. totally yes. fucked. <laughs> anyway, I said, you know, what could possibly happen? But they have these things. I don't know what they're called, but they have things for the lighting, and they put them on the side of the car. Okay. You know, as, you know to, to keep the lighting the same, I guess. And then they take them off. But they didn't tell me they put them back on. So I'm driving, real cocky, you know, Jeff Bridges in the back, when, and Joel Cohen, the director, is on the floor of the back of the limo directing us, and I fucking hit this telephone pole with the thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Boom. Everybody goes flying. Jeff Bridges comes flying up towards me. Joel Cohen, nobody got hurt. I was worried about Ethan in the trunk. You know? he's in the, I mean, he was in the trunk. They actually closed the trunk down, and he's got lights in there. He's, he's manipulating the sound. What? Yeah, talk about wow. hands on. Yeah, huh? oh, wow. wow. Yeah, that's a big so, drunk, hopefully. But they knew it wasn't my fault. But it's still, I got cocky and I really did get in an accident. Wait, wasn't wouldn't that be your fault then? If you got cocky, and well, you got somebody should have told me that they put the things back on. Mm-hmm. 
Or maybe I should have looked. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that seems like that's somebody else's job. That's not you. Thank you. They anyway, were blind spot, you're not right? too old for me. You're just right. <laughs> Whenever you're already, it's like said, 30, fucking ancient. No. Feelings hurt. I'm going to go home and put on some anti-aging eye cream. We have some young lady listeners that will probably be there tonight. I'm good. I'm sure. No, I don't go hitting on people. I, I wait until they fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> then I go in for the kill. <laughs> so where do you meet most of your your lady friends? Sorry, I don't mean old. But I mean, uh, like, do you meet them like when you're out at a show, or did they like approach you on the street? No, you know, it's like really weird how forward women can be when they want to be. And one of the waitresses at the uh, at the Laugh Factory, and who I thought was way out of my league, like not even close. So I was just nice to her, and she said to me, one night she starts having a couple of drinks, she goes, i got to tell you, she goes, I love hanging out with you. If you ever want me to go on a trip with you, I'd love to. I go, Whoa. wow, we haven't even been out. Wow, wow yeah. A so trip I, with you. Huh? I said, yeah, I, I said, a trip. I said, next week I'm going to Miami. She goes, I'd love to go to Miami. I said, you're in. That was it. We didn't even, you know, and then we got there. We had a great time. She was no maintenance, fun, wow. beautiful. And, you know, that doesn't happen all the time. But uh, those kind of experience, it's amazing the balls on women when they want something. Hmm. You know, you think they're so aloof and, you know. So be nice. Be nice. Be nice to the That's ladies. That's all you have to do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so simple. It's like one guy, uh, this guy, he actually killed himself. His name Rich Jenny. Mm-hmm. You remember him? I don't know if you remember. Shot himself. Remember, imagine. And he didn't die. I shot himself in the face, didn't die for like oh, an hour. Mm. Anyway, I got to go, guys. Break. It's been great being on your comedy <laughs> show. All right. Uh, Dumb <laughs> but anyway, one of the waitresses at uh, this club in New York says, well, uh, he said to me, why do all the girls hug you and uh, they don't talk to me? And I said, I don't know, Rich. And I was talking to one of the girls about it. I says, I, she goes, well, you know what it is. And I said, yeah. I says, I treat everybody. I said, all uh, that we're the same. I treat everybody nice. And I, I said, to me, uh, we're all the same. I just happen to have a better act than you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't wait on tables like you can, but I have a better act. That's all. Uh-huh. But he, I said, he really thinks he's better than you by nature of having a, a, the act. And I don't think that. You know, I just think I'm lucky I have something cool that I can do. Right. You know, you know how many things I was bad at? I'd be less impressed. <laughs> well, it seems like you've well, been doing it very sense. well considering your career has spanned... What, 64 years? Is that what you said? Yes, 64 years. 64 years. 64 64 years of comedy. I've been leading up to this moment in Portland, Oregon. W.C. Fields and I. (laughs) I was driving little W.C. He was just W in those days. Well, you can uh, get tickets to go see Dom tonight. Uh, Let's see, you've got a 10 p.m. show. Do you have a 7.30 You know, we were going to go see him. Then we heard him on this podcast. I've got to tell you, the guy was not funny. That is bold to the shit. People have already come to see you last night. Yeah, Yeah. the word is already out, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's going to be Thanks for the support, guys. I appreciate it. Oh, no, thank you for coming on. Yeah, get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Definitely come out uh, tonight or tomorrow night and go see Dom. It's 7.30 and 10, two shows, right? Each night? Yeah. 730 and 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 730 and 10 or 1030? 730. 730. Uh, okay. 730. 730 and 10 both nights. So come out. See Dom. Dom, thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. It was a lot of fun. This is awesome. We love you. Love you too. <laughs> Je t'aime beaucoup. I don't know what that yeah, means. Te I don't either. I, know, I, th- I thought we were just talking nonsensically. Je t'aime beaucoup <laughs> means I love you very much, but like in a broader way. In French, je t'aime means I love you like in a romantic way. Oh, oh je t'aime okay. beaucoup. So if you don't really okay. mean it, it takes a little bit longer to say it. No, you mean it, but it's a different kind of love. I mean, it's not like I... It's friendly. Like when friendly. Like, love? It's not like a 25-year-old like a, girl love. Like a love. pet love? It's like a... 
Well, you know, it's like a thirty-year-old girl looks. Well, you, you don't <laughs> tell. Oh, oh, somebody's funny now. Your mailman, you don't tell him I love you in a romantic way. But you love him yeah. for delivering your yes. mail. Yes, je t'aime beaucoup, Seth. Je t'aime beaucoup. <laughs> awesome. I'll see you guys. Thanks. See ya. Dom Herrera. Once Dom again, Herrera. what a what an awesome guy. And we, I like honestly, he's one of the, like you know I always feel fortunate whatever comedians we have on. But I just I feel so fortunate to have him in the studio. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking cool. Such a cool, cool guy. Really cool guy. And if and you know that we would li- like we would not lie. No, if, if someone was an asshole like you, uh, you've Michael been Black. quite <laughs> honest about Michael Ian Back and uh, Angela Johnson. Oh, who was on Curb Your Enthusiasm when I wanted to poke her eyeballs out and looked fantastic. Oh. <laughs> Damn, she's hot. Um, but uh, if you enjoyed that interview, don't forget that Fun Employment Radio would like you to help us. You can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on one of our sponsor links, uh, which are right on the right-hand side. Probably websites you're going to be going to anyway. Amazon, Audible, uh, Priceline, Hotels.com. Match.com. Pet- <laughs> Match.com, Petco. Any of these sites are sponsors of ours. And what the, the great thing is, is all you need to do is just go to our website and then click on their link. And that's it. It's where you're going to be going to anyway. So if you can uh, do that, it helps us out tremendously and helps us keep doing these shows and having these amazing people Mm -hmm. on. Yes. So you were talking about Crazy Cat Lady. Crazy Cat Lady. Crazy Cat Lady is the lady that lives down the hall. She lives down the hall for me. She lives closer to the front of the apartment complex than I do. I have tried so many times to be nice to her. I say hi to her. She ignores me. She says mean things to me. Regardless, like I always try to be nice to her because she is a lonely lady. She lives in this apartment by herself. The only time she ever leaves her apartment is to like walk to the store. And I'll see her hobbling along on her cane, never talks to anybody, has like 16 cats, and she just like slams her door if anyone's going through. Like She is just the most unfriendly person. She is an angry lady. And she's, she really she's so is. unhappy, so I'm trying to be nice to her, and I can't. Help it. My mom ingrained in me that you have to be nice to people. And like, it's like, I can't stop saying, like, if someone sneezes a bunch of times, I have to say, God bless you every time. I well, say, bless you, bless you. Like, I can't stop that. Well, see, an angry lady that, like that, I would almost make it a point to be nice to her just because I knew she didn't like it, but I knew I was doing the right thing by being nice to her. <laughs> no, see, she hurt my feelings. <laughs> it's like a double edged sword. <laughs> she took it to a different level today. So I was, so there's like a secured front entrance in my apartment building. So I was walking toward the entrance and, you know, like, because if you're, you can't really see since it's, there isn't a window in the front, you, um, well, there's like a window, but there's like a thick curtain. So when you're outside, you can't see that somebody inside is about ready to come out. Okay. And so uh, as I was approaching the door, I saw that she was approaching the door as well. I'm like, oh, it's a crazy cat lady. I'm like, I'll totally just open the door for her and be nice. So, you know, I made sure to like open it really slowly so it didn't hit her and I held it open and I'm like, here you go. And she just stood there and looked at me. And I was just like, as I was standing there holding the door open for her with like ample space for her to walk through. And I'm holding the door open. I'm like, oh, here you go. Like, here you go. You know, come on. Doing the right thing. I mean, that's like an international sign. I'm holding the door open for you. Yeah. And she just looked at me and didn't move. She just goes, get out. And then just like, and then just stood there and like put her hands on her hips and glared at me. She's like, get out. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know what to do. So I just like walked through the door and then she just like shuffled on in there and just like went. She yelled at me. For holding the door open for her. For holding the door open for her. She's just like, get out. <laughs> Which doesn't even make sense. It doesn't no. make sense. <laughs> she hurt my feelings. I have to say. Wow. I could not believe how mean she is. See, I, I know that it affected you a lot by the fact that you didn't say anything to her. 
Because mm. ordinarily, I would think you probably would have said something back. You would have had some kind of snappy retort. You're pretty good at that. She disarms me. Yeah, that the fact that that happened and you didn't say anything, I know she she got under your she skin. She hurt my feelings as I was walking down the street to get my bicycle. I wouldn't let your feelings get I hurt by know, that. I know, I know they shouldn't be hurt. Not- it was just like in the moment, who screams at you to get out when you're trying to hold the door open for them? <laughs> get out. Crazy so, cat lady. She screamed at me. like she Actually, she's like, get out. And I'm like, oh. I didn't even know what to say. I was so flustered that I just, I kind of walked out the door and then she was like, passed by. Like, she is the meanest person I have ever met. Yeah. That's, that's pretty incredible. How do you know she wasn't talking to the demon inside her body? Get out! Get out. No, she Get looked out. at me and she yelled at me and she was just like so pissed that yeah. I was trying to do anything nice for her. And she like, she kind of like a, <sighs> at first, and then she's like, Get out! And that's what she yelled at me. I'm like, <laughs> Okay. You ruined her day by opening that door for her. The thing is, if she's so stop mad, trying. No, but, but if I she, can't. no, don't stop trying because the thing is, though, if she's so mad about that, like, what is the rest of her day like? Maybe she's. Do you <laughs> like, think that that she's? Like, is there something mental? Oh yeah, she's fucking crazy. So there's probably no reasoning. No, I know. I keep thinking that I can fix no, it. No, you can't. I'm fix still crazy. thinking that. I know. Yeah, but no. what made her so mad at the world? Because obviously, she's able to pay the rent there somehow. She's probably been there for years. She Who has knows? a big apartment too. Her apartment is about like three times the size of so mine. So where did she get her money? And that's why we came back. We come back to those theories that we had. I I think perhaps she was a singer at some point. But you know what? Because it is kind of a middle aged couple that own my apartment. What if it's one of their mothers? Hmm. Mm, that would be it weird. It could be family. She. But this lady's. It's a middle aged couple that owns the place. This cat lady's not older than a middle aged couple. She's she's middle aged herself. Yeah, you remember? Well, she cat lady's probably about like sixty three. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, maybe, but I'm guessing not. I'm my, I still hold that my theory is that she was a singer at one point, probably somewhat popular, like locally, regionally, in maybe the sixties or seventies. Fell in love with someone who became no, no, no. a bigger See, singer. I don't think that and she then was... broke her heart. All right, yeah. Craig, she's never gotten over. Give it. me a second. No, because if she was a singer. She obviously, she obviously has a problem walking. Like she kind of shuffles. Thank you, Kenny. She kind of shuffles and she walks with a cane. So I'm thinking that she had to do something physically. So she like was she, a dancer, singer. Like she a was dancer. a dancer or something. Because now, because obviously her, obviously she can still talk and she can scream at me to get out. Okay. But but the one thing, the one hindrance that she does have is that she has a problem walking. So she loves to dance. She was a great dancer. Fell in love with the singer that she was touring with. Okay, I don't know who the singer was. Ridiculous. I don't know who the singer was. <laughs> I've got I've got a couple of theories, but we'll see. Um, you know, she was a dancer for right, Craig. someone, and wrong. then she fell in love. But then once she couldn't dance anymore, she couldn't tour, and and the guy had to keep on touring. He had to keep on singing, and uh, she didn't get to come along. Her what has do you know? To be at least another like dancer a month who too. could dance. See, I think slipped we've just got to interject because Greg is never going to yeah. stop talking I think she was her. a titan of industry. She made millions of dollars. She was a cold-hearted person, but then she met a man that she really loved. And they were in an airplane accident, and he died. And she was left maimed and injured, and now you she's just sad. So and she's got her money, but nothing else. Money and cats. Every time there's a package out there near the uh, mailbox, I always look to see if it has her apartment number on it so that I can see what her name is. Oh, you have ah, to find yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Man. Run a background check on her. I thought you were going to say one of her cats goes and retrieves the package for her. Which would oh, be that could cool. be true, too. That'd be cool. Wow. Yeah. How much cat litter do you think she goes through? Who gets her cat litter? She does. She's always shuffling down to the store and back. 
Huh. You should just tail her one day. See what it is she picks no, up. No, she's mean. She hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. Don't. You, you, have you ever heard people t- describe like a bad dog that you just try and train and try and train and try and train and it's just still bad? Just still rips your fucking couch apart and shits, you know, in your house and you train it and you train it. That's what a crazy person is. She shits is. on my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is it encouraging to see that there's someone more broken inside than you, Sarah? Yes. <gasps> yeah. Speaking of that, <laughs> yeah. why does everybody think that there's something wrong with me? There's uh, we've had quite a few comments actually from listeners regarding our uh, little contest we had the other day. It was a on joke. who could be creepier. Well, it revealed quite a bit that you had no prep time and you went straight to the most. It was a creepy <laughs> off. I would have tried to go things. for the most funny thing or the most sexy thing if it was that, but it was a creepy off. If you don't know what we're talking about, listen back to uh, two episodes ago, and you will you will understand the episode with Rick Emerson. So we had the, cre- <laughs> the creepy off <laughs> with the voice modulator. There are there's some people, people who like, have been concerned. Um, okay, let me just state for the record: my parents are still married. I was never molested. Everything is fine. <laughs> I just. I have a creative imagination, and I guess I shouldn't have. See, that's why people, people, people get punished for creativity because they think there's something behind that. Whereas I'm just twisted, and that's what popped into my mind. <laughs> well, you need to be like a consultant on horror movies or something. Like that's what I'm thinking. I would like use to. that. Yeah, yeah. I'd use say, that. It's I'd crazy. say a consultant on a Lifetime movie. <laughs> that's where you should be. That'd be pretty cool. I could consult for like the crazy girl mm-hmm. that is like that. That has mm-hmm. murdered her best friend and has like replaced her. And is trying to pretend to be her. We need yeah. a twist. We need a twist here. What's I the mean, twist? people did seem to like it. Anton wrote it and he said, "I was listening to you and Greg messing with the reverb with Rick judging while in line at the bank. Do you know how people look at you when you suddenly burst out laughing when they see when they can see no reason for it? Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> we got this email from Eric. Hello, Eric. Uh, so I like this, Eric A. And he wrote, I am a jaded 33-year-old that laughs at nothing. While drinking a beer on my porch and listening to your Wednesday show, I literally blew a gulp of IPA out of my mouth and nose when Sarah did her I love my daddy doll bit. (laughs) Whatever medication you're currently taking or recently stopped taking, Sarah, please continue. (laughs) That shit was gold. (laughs) Also, the glowworm detail was awesome. I'm laughing as I type this. Great show. Cheers, Eric. (laughs) The glowworm. Nobody saw that coming. I didn't see that. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know how. You went straight to the straight to the crazy. You had one of those as a kid, didn't you? No, I never did. No? I wanted one. Oh, no. that's what it is. It's some secret repression about not getting the glow worm you You know, also I didn't have it. didn't have a Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, um, yeah. Neither did I. My friend Nayleen had, had, had a Teddy Ruxpin. There's always those friends that had, like, the stuff that you wanted. I mean, and I had, I had some good G.I. Joes and Transformers. I'm not going to lie, but I did not have, like, the, there was a friend that had the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, an only child. And so he had everything, but he the thing was he wasn't nice about it. He would never let anyone play with the shit. Yeah, I had a oh, friend like that too. Shits never yeah, he'd show up with it. the Millennium Falcon show. Everybody, yeah. look how awesome this is! Like, dude, can I uh, open one of the doors? No, and sit there and play with it in right. front of everyone. Yeah, I had a rich friend who had all, always had those like little tiger games. You know, the, like the uh, video game. Yeah. Games. And he would take the batteries out when you'd come over because he wanted you to pay attention to him, not the games. Wow, <laughs> that is some problems. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, didn't you send me something about the Millennium Falcon? Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, yeah um, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Because I want to read it. Okay. Because I want to actually say it to Greg. Wait, what about the Millennium Falcon? All right. I did have to find some music for this, though. Because thank you to yeah. Kenny. Kenny did send me this story. This story is awesome. Story I don't understand awesome. what this has to do with. Oh, yes. 
And I what? want to I want to dust off my <clears throat> my nerd voice a little bit. Oh. Because you and Kenny get to do it all the time. I never really get to do Curious it. Curious me. The headline is Have researchers discovered the Millennium Falcon beneath the sea? Han Solo has to get a better parking spot for the Millennium Falcon. Swedish researchers have discovered an unidentified object that looks strangely like this ship on the floor of the Baltic Sea. While searching through the ship wreckage for cases of rare champagne, the Ocean Explorer team, led by researcher Peter Limburg, stumbled across a large, round object 300 feet below the ocean. Details are scant. Budget limitations prevent Limburg and his team from taking a closer look at the orb. Lindbergh says, You see a lot of weird stuff on the job, but during my 18 years as a professional, I've never seen anything like this. The shape is completely round. What? Ocean Explorer released blurry images that showed that a circle about 60 feet in diameter, surrounded by marks that look almost like a skidding landing area. Mm-hmm. There's also been rampant speculation that it could be a UFO. It might be more alluring to postulate that the object came from space. But it is more than likely an explanation that is based on more logic and less on science fiction or cult film lore. Mm-hmm. It could be a wreckage from a battleship, a ring from an underwater volcano, or a flooded archaeological site. But the images are muddled, enough to leave room for the imagination. Lindbergh has refrained from hypothesizing on what the object can be, perhaps allowing the tale to grow. He says it's up to the rest of the world to decide what it is. It might be the new Stonehenge. But the answers may come eventually. People are so intrigued by the mystery that donations have poured in and ocean explorers received enough money to finance a voyage to the depths of the Baltic Sea to investigate. That's awesome. Yeah, Google uh, UFO Baltic Sea. I am doing the, it now. Look at the image image returns for it, and it's like this fucking round, like, it totally looks like some sort of, yeah, like Stonehenge on the bottom of the fucking sea. And it's only 300 feet below the water, so it's like... So I could mean, have logically that could have been flooded at some point. Yes, so feasible, absolutely, it's totally feasible, guys. Feasible. Oh my gosh, treasure hunters uncover possible UFO in Baltic Sea. Holy shit! And they're going to be exploring it. <laughs> You're such a well, this is awesome. The guys who discovered it are like gold hunters or whatever. Or no, they're champagne hunters. They're looking for like champagne that's been in shipwrecks because Weird. it's super okay. expensive. Like, yeah, you can sell it because it's been preserved, you know, in the mud of the ocean or whatever for yeah. thousands of years or whatever. Sweet. And uh, they just happen to, like, see this on an image. Wow, that looks exactly Isn't it? like it. It does. It's fucking crazy. It is the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Ooh, ow. Oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, you need to take that yeah. Some... yeah, just pop me down. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, wow. cool. It does. It looks exactly like the Millennium Falcon. And This yeah, is like, fucking awesome. Okay. It's hard to, like, be- believe that something could be, that, like, that round just on the bottom of the ocean. It's this, combined with the discovery of potentially briny seas on, Mar- on Mars... Oh, I haven't heard this. <gasps> wow, you've outnerded me, Greg. You oh, haven't heard about God. this? No. God. No. They just discovered like, things. Go and get some coffee no. or something. They've they've discovered things where it looks like there is a seasonal flow of uh of seawater on Mars. They're thinking that what? it's probably extremely briny. It's based on deposits that they see that have changed right. during the seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um and I may be getting part of this wrong, but one of the things they they discussed was that it may be so briny that it's almost like a syrup instead of okay c- water complete like liquid. liquid water. Yeah, but. It's signs that there is liquid on Mars, which, of course, could mean there is life on Mars. Life on Mars. It's exciting times we live in. Yeah. 
I will read all about this Millennium Falcon on the bottom of the yeah. seat. That was the thing that sucked is because I was researching and there's not a lot of information about it. It's just because it's just these one guys that have found it. But you know some fucking nerds are going to get behind it and go out there and find what the fuck that is. Absolutely. It does. I, I Please Google uh, <laughs> UFO Baltic Sea. Mm-hmm. You will see what we're talking about. It looks like the Millennium Falcon. Well, and the thing they were talking You're like about stumbling over your summary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. This is so cool. Pictures where it shows like the sort of the, the the like crash area they were talking about, and it does kind of look like a like a big skid where it slid across. Oh my the god, where it fell down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Cool. All right, that's awesome. Wait, you know what else is cool? We did actually receive a couple more uh, intro submissions for nice. since we are um, we're, we're petitioning now to see if any listeners want to uh, send in their submissions to change up our intro. Not because the original one has there's anything wrong with it. No, we are very grateful for Tim and his lovely intro he gave us. Did a fantastic job. Just time to kind of change things up, and we want to see how creative our listeners are. And we got a couple more, I believe. Um, we've received quite a few. Which we will end up putting up uh, just all by themselves so that you guys can all take a listen to them and give your judgments. But I think we have a couple more. I'm not sure if, Sarah, you have those ones we there. We do. I have one. I'm trying to find the other one because it wasn't an attachment. They just put it in there. I'm having a hard time finding this. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll take a look and see, uh, see if we can play these. Do you have one of them? Oh, wait, here's one of them. Okay. Let's see. And one of the newer ones that we received? Yes, this is from uh, listener Brian. Listener Brian. Oh, another one from him. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's the one that sent the drunk message before. Yeah, so this is one more from Brian. Okay, was he sober? Yeah, did you put, can you put up my computer? Oh, okay, sorry. We'll wait for oh, you to right. start that over again. Spoiler. Spoiler. Get ready for a new episode of FunEmploymentRadio.com with your hosts, Greg Nibbler and Sarah X. Dillon. I like that. Yeah, I dig it. The voice quality is really good. It is. Oh. That recording is really well. Actually, the music is perfect, perfectly timed. Hit the post, kind of on the. Yeah, that's All right, that's Brian. very good, Brian. Good Look job, at Brian. You. I like it. Look at you just getting shit done. All right, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. All right, um, do so we have... have one more? Yes. Okay. Um, these are the ones I can find. I see more, but I don't know if I can download them right now. Okay. So. And this one's downloading. So tra la la. So Kenny, what's hey. new? Uh, got a cat. What? Speaking of cat, really? Ladies, yeah, it's uh, my girlfriend's one of my girlfriend's mother's cats. It's like their cat. Would you like adopt it or something? No, it was just like he. The, it was the boy cat and the two girl cats, and they don't get along. Like it's the mom and the sister, and then the brother. And they don't get along. Oh, whoops! Oh, All right, okay. Here we go. Sorry to stop your complaining. Oh my cat god! Story, Everyone out there is crying. No, I don't yeah. think. Uh, that equals a lawsuit. We'll just stop that one right there. <laughs> don't take the THX theme, dude. No, no, that's an excellent idea. Mm-hmm. Excellent idea, but uh, no, that one. Um, yeah, we unfortunately we wouldn't be able to use that one. But thank you very much. Very much. Uh, that was from Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> All right, Glenn. Thank Glenn. you very much, though. That Glenn. was uh, that was a good idea. And uh, but yeah, please keep them coming. You know, and I will say this in all honesty: um, probably original music is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be be uh, more preferable for some of this, but we appreciate everything that Edward sends in, and thank you, Glenn, for that tribe. Love to hear another one from you. Yeah. Um, so Kenny B. 
Why, yes, Greg. Can it be? It's been a while. My lover. Since we've heard some nerd facts. <laughs> it's not it's really a while. It's been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. It's been a long yeah. while. It's been five days. Yeah. I was going to say, it really hasn't been that long. Shh. It's actually been seven yeah, days, Greg. Seven. Excuse me. That's the first time I've burped on microphone so in a right long now. time. Whatever glow we're... What do you mean right now? Ugh. Fuck. It's now time for Kenny B's Nerd Facts. I keep fucking trying and trying to change. Kenny, I think when you stop trying, that's the when music. it'll actually come to fruition. Yeah, the more you bring it up that you don't like it, the more we're going to do that. Yes, Kenny B. B. Kenny B. <laughs> Kenny, who wanted his nickname to be Kenny B. Yeah. <laughs> I begged and begged. That's what the B stands for. Beggar. Uh, well. I thought it was bitch. Oh. <gasps> oh. Too far? <laughs> what is on your shirt? Is it Balls. a dancing lady? No, it's a dude with a, a boombox. I don't know where this came from. Where honestly. did you get that? I have no that idea. That is a ridiculous shirt. I found it in my pile of clothes. <laughs> it's probably one of my friends. I was like, oh, I'm wearing this today. Why is your friend leaving his shirt at your house? It's like yes. a polo shirt with a boombox I would boom like box explanation man. on that. Well, you know. I don't have a lot of my friends' clothes at my house. I ha- I don't share any of my friends' clothes. I live with two friends. I don't share their clothes. He'd been to my house. That's true. I practically practically lived at your house while you were in Costa Rica. Yeah. Yes, Did you find my day. surprises? <laughs> I found some of your Greg underwear. left you many surprises. <laughs> There's many surprises all over the house. Ooh. Just look next to the furry handcuffs. Shh. Oh, I confused those with my own. Sorry. Look next to them. <laughs> the one with polka dots? Did you wash your sheets? Oh, yeah. Many times. Got to do that. You are not a sheet washer. You look like you No, but I live sheets. with a girl, and she is a sheet washer. Oh, that's true. Like, she does all the time. Did she wash her day. socks? Well, see, we changed the bed. Completely new did bed. Did she wash her socks? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. That's Greg, all you're, just, you're going too far. That, just that was too crazy. far? <laughs> really? After Glowworm? I don't think there's any way that we can go too far on this show. <laughs> well, today. All right, I'm... Kenny, come on. Now let's, do, let's do some enunciation. Nerd enunciation. Uh, I don't know any of those words. No, uh, you can do it. Just you know, some, uh, sometimes when you're talking, like you have a great voice, but you like enunciate at the wrong times. Is that it? okay? Anyway, we're ready. Semantic. Uh, so I'm taking my cues today from the new Fun Employment Radio Forum, which you also can join by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking the forum button. Ooh. Yeah. Awesome. So I've got some corrections. Because you guys really need some correcting. So, uh, so we've been told. Yeah. <laughs> As we've noticed. Got a list of corrections, and these are all facts because you guys did fuck up, and I have to correct you. So, so it's not just being incorrect. Wow, he's we fucked kind of up. aggressive right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big time. Okay, so uh, in episode 422, which aired on August 1st, 2011, at 4 minutes and 57 seconds, Greg, in reference to a rock that was stuck in his hand, said, I don't want that thing living in there. FYI, Greg, rocks are inanimate objects and do not live at all. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, make note of that. Duly noted next time you're talking about rocks. At uh, 10 minutes and 32 seconds, and you guys can all check these if you want, Sarah said her sister's bachelorette party took place at Azteca, which she referred to as 
the Applebee's of Mexican restaurants. Actually, Sarah, Chevy's is the Applebee's of Mexican restaurants. I've never been to Chevy's. I have. Azteca is the Tony Romas of Mexican food. <laughs> and Husong and Larry's is the Old Spaghetti Factory. Taco Bell is the McDonald's. Taco Time is the Burger Bell. You got it? Got it. Got it straight? I'll Thanks, give you a, sassy pants. I'll give you a copy of this after this. Oh. Oh. Okay, Kenny. At 25 minutes, 7 seconds, <laughs> Greg told Aaron that Ricketts Fest took place near Mount Hood. I did the math on this one, Greg. Geographically speaking, we were nearer to Mount Jefferson than Mount Hood. By a large margin. <laughs> so, you know, go ahead and think about these things before you speak. <laughs> Shortly after that, at 25 minutes, 10 seconds, Greg and Aaron began discussing Mount St. Helens when Aaron asked, what's the name of that lake on Mount St. Helens? And Greg answered, Yale Lake? No, 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 no. No. Actually, Aaron and Greg, it's Spirit Lake. Spirit Lake is what you were looking for. And I believe, Greg, you were thinking of Yale Reservoir. I don't even think he's in the state of Washington. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll dispute that one. <laughs> I could be wrong on that, and someone can correct me, which I deserve. At 50 minutes, 33 seconds during ball talk, Greg was explaining that porn star Lexi Silver would be releasing a yoga-themed porno movie when Sarah suggested the title Downward Facing Doggy Style. High five, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> That's not a correction. That was just fucking awesome. So. <laughs> I, thought it. I was really proud of that. That means <laughs> that, that was good. Thank that you. Was, that was a good one. <laughs> that was fucking money. So, uh, All right. Most of these are Greg's, actually. Well, all right. Was wrong all right. Quite a bit. Fair enough. We'll, uh, we'll see. At 51 minutes, 25 seconds. It's amazing. These are really close to each other. But. <laughs> also during ball talk, uh, Greg mentioned that the type of vehicle that hit Joey Harrington uh, and Greg called it a rave four, when in fact it's called a rav four. Greg, he was just thinking of his old glow, glow sticks and koosh balls from yeah. two thousand one. Glow sticks, rave four. That's a raver's car. Don't you watch TV, huh, Greg? Watch TV. Uh, at one hour twenty seconds, Sarah spoke about the town of Bremerton's Whaling Days Festival. Yes. What she said was, uh, it's just like a carnival, you know, like rides, a beer garden, and some shoddy rides and bands playing on a stage. Well, Sarah, I'm disappointed that as a native <laughs> of Bremertonian, or Bremolo, as Sir Mix-a-Lot would say, oh, wow, really? okay. <laughs> you don't know the true meaning of Whaling Days, so oh. I'm taking it upon myself to inform you Whaling Days was started in the mid-1800s and was a way to pay homage to all the people who cry themselves to sleep every night because they live in Bremerton. That's it. I'm done. This has been Kenny B's Nerd Facts. I'm sorry, I'm furiously Googling right now to see if I was wrong on Yale Lake. (laughs) (laughs) Yale Lake. (laughs) I don't think Kenny would, you know, bring it up if he was wrong. I'm assuming he wouldn't. Well, as I was reading that, I was like, fuck, I didn't research that one. I fucking researched all this. Well, I do have this picture right here from Mount St. Helens, which also shows glimpses of Swift Reservoir, Yale Lake, Lake Mervyn, and Lewis River. Yale Lake, of course, 
being on the way up to Mount St. Helens. And uh, it is part oh, of the... Greg, stop it. <laughs> However, that still was not the lake that Aaron that was, was looking for. No. It was no, Spirit Lake. I know. Spirit Lake was the lake he was looking for. Damn. Which is now 400 feet above its, its previous location. In 1981. Well, Kenny B, you have properly scolded us on our... Uh... Yeah, guys. And Kenny B is Come a on. proud owner of a live-in girlfriend who has no job and a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what the cat's name is? Oh, yes, I do. Please tell me. RuPaul. Can you guess? RuPaul. Brittany. It's a boy. It's a boy. Um, uh, Clooney. No. You'll never get it. Is it a gay man? No. It's not anyone famous or anything. It's just a name. Cooper. Rainbow. Lover boy. <gasps> I think we should end on that note. Lover boy. Just to clarify that. I think somebody else might have seen a glow worm when she was little. (laughs) Oh. Well, it wasn't glowing though, right, Sarah? Hey. Kenny B's girlfriend's cat is now named Lover boy. I I suspect someone in the forum is going to use that as their uh, handle pretty soon. (laughs) Lover boy the cat. I I keep trying to change it to Buddy or something. I'm just calling him that. Probably goes away. Tell Lover boy goes away. It's a very sweet cat. Just call it Pussy. <laughs> pussy. pussy Cat. Pussy. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Oh, don't eat ground turkey. I know, and I love ground turkey. What? Why? Ground turkey is being recalled because of salmonella. Yeah, I have so much ground mm. turkey in my freezer. Greg I eat hoards a lot ground of turkey. It. I do. I eat a lot of ground turkey. I'm not a big beef fan. I like turkey. Well... Make sure you do some research on that. Tidbit about me. You also like chips. Thank you to Dom Herrera for coming on the show today. Very cool. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Go check him out. Yeah, go represent Portland if you live in town here. If you hear this beforehand and you're going to the Slayer Rob Zombie concert, which you're probably already there. We love beer. We do love beer. Please, if, uh, if you ever see us out in public anywhere... Either we Sarah, always love beer. Even if it's 7 a.m., we love beer. Sarah, myself, or Kenny, we love it when people come up and say hi to us. And uh, if you'd like to buy us a drink, that would be fantastic. And I want to give a shout-out to the um, to the car full of girls who was screaming, I love Nibbler. Yeah. The other day when we were walking down the street, that made his fucking year. You really did. And also to the people yesterday when Greg and I were all gross and like walking um, after doing our run yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, the car full of dudes who scream fun employment radio. And back to the ladies. Please, please, I, love- please okay, identify Greg, I'm yourselves. in the middle of this right now. Sorry. And thank you to you guys. It means a lot. That honestly, that made my entire day. So yeah, thank you. It was really cool. We we love. And ladies, Greg. right to Greg? Yes. Car full of ladies. Hey. Now I've creeped them out. They probably will never write in. Yes, that's true. Damn it. You know, use that for the spank bank. Kenny, be excellent work today. You did a good job. Kenny, we're so proud of you. Thank you. All right, we'll be back next week with more fun employment radio. Why are you trying to take away from my dot com? You're like, Aww. sorry. We'll be back next week with more Fun Employment Radio. Check out.